This is So Far So Rare, a podcast about all things so rare. This week, I spoke with Math, the co-founder at So Rare Mega, and we talked about So Rare Mega. Believe it or not, we got a couple of spoilers, a couple of things that are coming down the line, which is very exciting. We talked about a few new features So Rare have implemented this week, uh, a few sort of big talking points this week, the limited cards and their prices, etc. And we answered lots of your questions, including a couple of call-ins, a couple of voice messages for the So Far So Rare hotline. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Math, welcome to the podcast. You're co-founder of SoRare Mega, am I right? Yes, I am, yeah. Co-founder of SoRare Mega, uh, a platform that adds a lot of fun to the game. I've been having a lot of fun with it recently. Um, I'm going to ask you a bit about that. But before we do, do you want to let people have a rough idea of where you are in terms of SoRare, how long you've been on the platform? Are you a whale? Are you a fish? Like, wh- Where are you? Yep. So good every good evening, everyone. Uh, first of all, thanks for uh, for having me in this podcast, John. I really appreciate that. Um, so I will talk for myself mainly, but I will also uh, talk for my uh, colleague and co-founder Fulek, um, because we we basically have kind of the same journey on Sorare and uh, kind of the same profile as players. So we've started one year ago. I think I've celebrated my one year this month, like ten days ago. Oh, okay. And uh, basically, we have uh, galleries like uh, around 60 or 70 cards, um, mainly rare cards and a bit of of super rares. So, of course, we started when uh, prices were cheaper than they are now, even though they were not, uh, they were already, some would say, exhaustive. uh, Yeah, exhaustive. Everything is related. Everything is relative. Yeah. But um, yes, uh, at first I was really doubtful about Sorare. So uh, Fulek started two months before me and uh, I struggled to, to put myself into it. But uh, once I got into it more in depth, I just felt uh, addicted. And um, right now I wish I would have uh, I would have bought more cards, of course. But at the oh. moment, uh, at the moment, I thought it was not sane at all. <laughs> So it's yeah, kind of it's, a paradox because uh, it's mad. I, I remember at the time, so I'm just looking back at my first buys, and people have definitely heard this before, but I remember buying my biggest buy, my first big buy that was like mad was Crep and Diada. And at the time he was tearing it up at Bruges and he was like my marquee signing and I paid not point four five eight for him, which mm-hmm. sounds like a lot. At the time it was hundred and fifty three euro. And I was like breaking the bank, sweating, pressing the button, like this is a mistake, do you know? Yes, it just we've come a long way in the last year. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, same. Um, I have an example similar, like uh, first cards I bought uh, about a Tovan, but then I bought a Juventus bundle, and same at the t- at the, the time, I thought I was making a big mistake. I was sweating, mm-hmm. but uh, one year later, I wish I would have. Uh, bought every bundle of the Juventus of course I so, remember like I remember the Mbappes when they were like a thousand euro or something yeah totally yep, yep. I remember like the price for limited 
and I, I remember like thinking like should I buy an Mbappe like should I buy an Mbappe uh, uh, uh. but I was so unsure about the platform and then obviously sure during the, the Gary V boom eight months ago the Mbappes were like 30, 40, 50 grand or something crazy but um, look, we're, I think we're both, we've both been on a similar amount of time. We've had a very similar kind of journey in terms of the rare cards, a few super rares. Um, so that's nice. But there's a lot of things to talk about today. For people listening, we're going to talk about, you know, there's a few wee additions that So Rare have added, which are nice. There's a lot of questions. And there's our first ever call-in voicemails um, from listeners. And if you want to do that, I'll give you the details on how to later in the show. But um, first off, look, we're going to talk straight out the bat so rare mega you're half a so rare mega i nearly just choked and, <laughs> and uh so rare mega I'm, I'm sure a lot of people use it i mean looking at the numbers of people that are entering you know particularly like mega three um this game week now the midweek game week and that's midweek you've well actually look let's go and look at last weekend two and a half thousand people entered that like that that's a lot of people with three cards entering mega um How's, how have you found the kind of growth of that or what sort of made you think here I'm going to make a third party site <laughs> do you know mm-hmm. so, sorry can you repeat yeah so like when I, what we give you the initial kind of decision to say look let's make so rare mega a thing let's do it mm-hmm. um, and how has that been like in terms of the uptake have you found people love it and lots of people using it because I mean I didn't mm-hmm. actually think two and a half thousand people use it I've just looked mm-hmm. yeah well um at first, it's really strange because um, we like really wanted to to start something around the Sorare and the cards because uh, we thought there was some matter to to build some uh, some gaming experience other than the SOFI, which is already great. But we didn't really know where we wanted to go, so we started with the Score Dice, which is uh, of course not the I would say the most interesting. Um, game format of Soramega that we have now, but we launched it as more as a proof of concept to see if there were people interested in uh, in playing other side games rather than uh, than the standard SO5. And uh, yeah, people uh, people seem to be interested. And then later on, we we came with a more uh, more um, precise game format, I would say, with the Mega Leaks. Uh, and uh, then he, it, it just confirmed that uh, people were interested in, uh, in playing it. And um, at this time, for for uh, until uh, two or three months ago, we were of course working besides Ramiga because we don't earn uh, money on it. So it was built on our spare time because we we love creating this game. We love Sorare, so we are we wanted to build that. And um, now we have more time to to work on it. So since a few months, we have really focused on where we want to go. We have really thought about what we want to design, how we want it to be in the future, and that's what we are working on it uh, on it right now. And um, yeah, as you said, we are really happy because uh, since uh, since the beginning of uh, this new season in for the Euro Championship, we have uh, a lot more of users. I think it's because uh, Sora has a lot more resources as well, so mm-hmm. I think they, they they just found their way to Sarmiga naturally. I have a question, and it might sound a little bit to the point, right? Mm-hmm. My question is this: um, How does So Rare Mega monetize? Like, how will you make money from So Rare Mega? Because I look at So Rare Data; that's free, mm-hmm. and I think they can obviously have a premium service. How does So Rare Mega do something like that while also being sort of gambling friendly? Because I mean, So Rare mm-hmm. Mega looks perfect for 
playing against people, uh, wagering card. It looks perfect if it was a gambling platform. But I wonder, like, how do you monetize so rare mega as a free game? Yeah. How does that? Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, you're right to uh, to point out the the fact that we need to be gambling friendly because, uh, as I said, firstly we created Ramiga without thinking uh, about making money of it. Of course, it was just uh, free time. Now we're starting to think of it. One idea that we had at the beginning that that was uh, that sounds really logical was to kind of um, put the same structure as we have for poker tournaments, but of course it's illegal, like uh, paying an entry fee. That would uh, just uh, just um, make the the cash price uh, be bigger. This we can we can do, of course, uh, for legal aspects. So for now, the idea is that uh, we have several ideas, but the idea I think we want to to experience first would be a freemium model. So letting the game be totally free, because we don't want anyone to to pay it for that. But uh, accessing um, several other features if you pay. Uh, like a small, a small subscription each month. And uh, for mm. these features, we have a lot of ideas uh, that we are currently developing or that we will develop in the future. Yeah, no, that, that's good because I always I look at it and I'm kind of thinking like, and I wonder that this is a question I kind of have. Can a platform, now maybe it gets messy because I'm a, I'm a so rare support, so rare mega and other third party sites by giving up cards for prizes. So you're kind of associated with so rare with that, which is messy. But I wonder if you weren't associated with so rare, could a third party site go and obtain a gambling license in certain regions? Mm-hmm. And could those, could you, through your gambling license as a platform, could you let people utilize their so rare cards or is that? Does that work with so rare? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, is that yeah. possible or is that like a no? That cannot happen. I think it's. Sh- yeah, I'm not certain at all uh, as well, but I think it should be possible because uh, that's the the core of the NFT technology. I don't think that uh, so rare has any regards on uh, what is going on. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, you know, beside their 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 own website. So, um, to me, if. Uh, Sorry, Miguel, or any site where to get a gambling license. I, I, I think they should. They, they will be free to, mm. to do so and to to let people use their cards to to make uh, gamble games. So yeah, but I am not certain as well. So yeah, time will tell. I just think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think for a lot of people, the more we stay away from gambling, it's probably better. But I'm just wondering down the line, will sites start to pop up? And they'd need to be very trusted that do obtain a gambling license, that do jump through all the regulations, but let people utilize or gamble their assets, which happen to be so rare cards as a po- or Ethereum, as opposed to um just sticking twenty quid, twenty dollars, twenty euros in. I, I don't know, just just something that came to my mind there. Um but yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting. Now, my next question for you, just while we're on the so rare mega topic. And I think it's the one that a lot of people will be listening or asking about because it's one that's been on my mind for some time because I use so rare mega. I'm going to quote someone who left the question. Um, it's from the sports friend on Twitter. He says, very curious about the upcoming shop and what we can buy with our earned mega coins. I'm assuming MGCs. Um, and also we got a voice message, which we will play now. Hey, John, it's your good pal. <laughs> We've got a great question come in from... Surface Dermatome, he wants to know what's going to happen with the coins and the chess. 
on So Rare Mega. So if we could have a wee bit more what's to come with that, that'd be lovely. Join the podcast, have a great one, smash it up. Bye-bye. So big, big thanks to Quinny for the first ever voice message sent to the show. Um, and yeah, basically, Math, everyone wants to know what's going to come with these coins. I've amassed a total of 133 of them. So I think I'm sitting okay for whenever uh, whenever something's available from them. Yes. Um, is there anything you can tell us about these coins and what they're going to entail going forward? Yep, yep, yep. Thanks, for, thanks Queenie, for the question. Uh, yes, it's a recurring question. And um, we're guilty for that because we have been already teasing the, the shop for, for weeks, even months from now. And uh, we are trying to, to push it uh, online as soon as we can, but we're only two, so it's, uh, it takes time. We don't want to rush mm-hmm. things. But uh, for now, we are able to to tell you more accurately what will be on the shop. And, uh, and to begin with, uh, so you will be able to buy uh, digital, um, digital items to equip your players. And uh, so those items will be shirts, shoes, gloves, so football player stuff. And they will be able to boost uh, some stats of your players. So say... I would say uh, an example. For example, uh, I don't know. You will buy a, sh- a shoes, a pair of shoes that will boost your your assists uh, by twenty mm. percent, and um, another stats randomly. And there will be uh, different scarcities for these items: uh, common, rare, epic, and legendary. And uh, the higher scarcity will have more bonus than the lower ones. So that's uh, the kind of stuff that you will be able to to buy first on the on the shop and for this we are really happy to, that we have worked with um, a Sora community member that you you might know I'm sure it's a Sora on a budget because he oh, already yeah. did uh, a lot of uh, for example jerseys so we worked with him for the jerseys because we know that the community uh, love them we worked with a graphic uh, artist as well for the shoes and uh, in the future we'll be really happy to work with um, any member of the community that would like to to kind of advertise himself through our, our shop and uh, propose some uh, some stuff, uh, even if that's not uh, football equipment that we will first go go with, but anything else. That's really interesting. So tell me this: Will those items be NFTs or will they just be in-game items? For the moment, it will be just it will just be in-game items, so there won't be any any kind of limited series at all. But yeah. of course, at some point on the long term, we're thinking if there is a great interest in this, why not creating some NFTs as well and creating um, like kind of artists editions. Uh, if an artist wants to make a limited edition, we will be really happy to, to write some. Uh, and then you would uh, you will see something really similar to Sorare with an edition number and uh, limited stuff. It's really interesting. I'm excited for that because I think that's going to add another dynamic to it. Um, and I'm really looking forward to spending some coins in the shop. Something that I was kind of thinking beforehand now, because I knew we were going to be speaking, and I was trying to think, like, what could this be? Or what what sort of things could they do? And I don't know if So Rare would ever give you the kind of ability to do this. But, you know, they give away cards. They've dropped XP in the past um, on certain challenges or, like, sort of things through Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, they've rumoured that this progress bar there will be an XP option I was wondering is it something they would consider giving so rare Mega XP that people could buy from the shop because if I could come to so rare Mega and play and earn Mega credits and however much it happened to be if I go to the store and buy like XP for players on so rare, 
that would like turbocharge it everyone would be using it so i don't know if that's something that has been considered or thought about or if it's something that so rare would ever even consider doing but i that's what i was kind of thinking like imagine do you know yeah sounds great yeah have you ever thought of that or is that something that's like a no or is it something that's a maybe or Uh, we don't know we i think it's just that we haven't considered it yet um We, uh, we are lucky to have a lot of support from Sora, as you said, through the rewards, but as well through uh, some some uh, some talks that we have with them. So they're giving us advice that, we, that we're taking. And uh, we are in a kind of situation of, of course, we want to, to take uh, everything we can have from them, of course, uh, really mm. happy and thankful for that. But uh, now for the moment, we haven't discussed um, some kind of uh, XP, uh, like you said, but it's really interesting uh, and might be... Uh, a point uh, for next talk with them uh, if they want to support but I think it's quite complex and it will add uh, mm. yeah, kind of uh, technical complexity and uh, as well they even if they support they don't want to kind of um, how to say that in English to to say okay sorry me guys endorse we yeah we totally Do you know endorse you yeah totally endorse yeah. you that's what I was yeah. looking for Okay, I have another question for you. So these chests that we're getting, yep. I've opened all mine. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that down the line, if these items are in the shop, they might be attainable in the chests. Yep. My question to you is, should I keep all my chests now until those items are released or are the chests decided at the point you win them do you know it's one of those like are the chests decided when you get them or is it when you open them that the loot is generated do you know what i'm saying it's when you open them and no worries for the people in your case uh we will kind of airdrop uh, items uh, that will act as if you were unlocking all of your chests at the moment and uh, so you will have the same drop rates as the, the next one Oh, One more okay. information that I would say about the chest and that uh, is that at the moment uh, people have only seen two different chests, the common and the rare ones, but we have already four scarcities existing and that we will be able to introduce uh, the epic and legendary one with those items as well because at the moment mm. there were there was no no really point to to offer um, legendary or epic chest uh, just for mega coins and uh, and um, information for the mega leagues but those those just are existing so expect to to sometimes uh maybe drop uh, some uh, some higher scarcity chests uh, or through gaming we want to reward as well uh, through the mega league some items or chests i'm gonna put you on the spot now again i'm doing this a lot math i mean fair play to you you're here i'm, I'm throwing them at you right what if i said to you you know like score dice is a game and I mean, by all means, say, and I mean, I'm really not trying to put you in a position here because it's live on my podcast and everyone's like, do you know, <laughs> but I'm going to, I should have said this to you before or after, but it's kept in my mind. We play the 137 game at the end of this. Yeah. Is there a potential down the line, as you said, if people in the community want to like the artwork or whatever, is there the idea down the line where maybe on a special week or whatever else could try playing the 137 game on so rare mega? So Teddy, of course. It would be Put more than prizes up. to host uh, to host this game on our site for for a week or any game week you you feel. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a shame that game week one three seven isn't coming up. 
Um, okay, I'll have to have a think about that. I'll have to try and yep. see if I can talk to Sewer, see if I can convince him to put a prize up. But um, otherwise, I might have to do it myself. But that's interesting. We'll look at that down the line. No worries. Um, we will discuss it afterwards with you. And at some point, absolutely. we can make it live, I'm sure. That could be good fun. Um, and then... Yeah, I think that's all the questions I have off the top of my head around Mega League. I'm enjoying it now because I enjoy, you know, signing in from Daily XP. I enjoy the rankings. I enjoy looking here. And I'm sort of, I kind of think part of me wants to be like, because of a big enough gallery, I'm like, I think being the best at Mega 11 is like the statement because it's like there's 11 cards and you're winning it. And I think it's kind of like, that's the, it's not, I'm not going to say it's the most impressive, but I think the thing is that you're playing against people with big galleries when you get to Mega 11. So they're probably people with good players. Whereas when you go to Mega 3, you're going to get a lot of people who are new to the platform putting in three cards mm-hmm. that mightn't, mightn't have as high an average score. So for me, I always go from 11 to 8 to 5 to 3. And it's kind of, it's a prioritizing lineup strategy on so rare. It's like quality and quantity and weighing that up. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, should I just go balls to the wall in 11 and 8 or should I like spread it and I kind of have some of my best players in each mm-hmm. um, it's interesting isn't it? it's it's hard but um, the you know there'll be like flame it's your, it's your rating flame that if, if, it's like a wee flame emoji or I don't know what it actually is it looks to me like a I don't even know you know beside the, your manager rating oh, yeah. there's like a symbol what is that? Is yeah, that a flame? Yeah, 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 you're right, it's a flame, yeah. Yeah. For now what it's I a flame, want... yeah. We didn't, do you didn't get... find anything do you get... better for now. <laughs> no, it looks good, it looks good. Do you get match made based on that? Yep. Yeah? Yep, the matchmaking is based on that. We use the, the standard ELO uh, algorithm, yeah. which is uh, used for the ch- for chess and uh, chess, other yeah. sport, I other think, I don't remember. So you get matched against a manager from around the same level. Very good. Is there anything else on Sura Mega you want to say and you want to put out there and you want to talk about before we move on? Um, maybe I can just point that we are we are going to launch our own Discord server. The main reason is that uh, we're really glad that the community is growing, but uh, with it a lot, a lot more questions. And uh, we think it's um, the right time to launch our very own Discord server with uh, channels dedicated to different subjects. Um, considering that uh, when the shop will be out, we will then uh, continue to 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 develop on uh, a new game format. So there will uh, we hope in a few months be a lot of uh, different uh, aspects on the game, and we think a dedicated uh, server for this will be good. So hopefully we will have uh, as many people uh, as possible joining. Uh, our dedicated uh, server, but of course we will keep our channels as well on the on the Sorare, um, official Discord. Do you have that Discord yet? Not yet, but not, um, yet. not yet. But um, yeah, I mean it's almost ready, so it could be ready for tomorrow. That's, well, that's if it is, let me know. If it is ready by the time this goes out on Friday, it'll be in, a link to it. will be by in the description. Friday, I think it could be ready. Yeah. If it's ready by Friday and you get the link to me, I'll put it in the description. So if anyone wants to go and join the Discord, join the description. Or it's in the description. Um, But make sure you keep listening to the podcast because we're having so much fun. Um, So, yeah, that's everything on Sewer Mega, I think, is it? People probably have questions at home. But yeah, uh, no, thanks. Let's keep it concise and uh, for now it's great, yeah. 
thanks very much for for giving away a wee thing or two there. I'm very excited because um, I've been, every time I sign in, I'm like. I want to amass coins. It's very, like, actually on so rare. And this is something I'm going to bring up because I haven't spoke about it in months because it's gone quiet. And it was something that I was very, very excited for. Mm-hmm. It's the club shop on so rare. Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah, sure. No, n- what no the fuck happened to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Like, it's actually, like... I really, I've been just saving my credits because I know that there's going to be something I just need someday and I want it. It hasn't been updated in months and I know they're busy and I know it's not a priority. But if anyone's listening, get me an Ireland flag. Will you please just get me an Ireland flag? The English have one, the Germans have one, the French have some, the Spanish have some. And I get that the Irish community is small, but I'm at the heart of it. I'm having to rock a bloody orange fur and what Banner player do you want on it? Because thing. I think there's a player on every flag now, isn't it? Oh, there's a player. Well, it has to be if they can, Robbie Keane. Robbie yeah. Keane had a push. Um, but I think Robbie Keane's just our iconic. Give, give me fucking John Walters. I don't care. I, mean, I would actually pay them to put me as the mm. player. Yeah, you're right. Do you know? Sorry to not have input the, the Irish flag yet. Absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace. Toys out of the pram. Witch hunt. Boycott so rare. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that, uh, tell me, that, where are you from in France? Uh, we, are, I, we are both from the south, but we are currently living in Paris. Where's this, whereabouts in the south? Uh, me, I'm from a small city called Valence, which is uh, in between Lyon and Marseille. Okay. And my colleague is from uh, Grenoble, which is... Uh, Alps, Alps city in the mountains. Called a skier. <laughs> what uh, what team do you support? Marseille. I support the Olympic of Marseille. Yes. Marseille. Someone has to. Um. Yeah. Fiery. You love PSG. Then these are all best friends. You, mm, like, those dark, sorry, those what? matches. You love PSG. Then these are. You really like the PSG do I love team? PSG? No. Yeah. No, but I, I'm, not, uh, <laughs> I'm not mad at them. But uh, no, 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 I support you. There's a. They are some of the most angry matches I think I've ever seen. They're so volatile. But um, anyway, no, the reason I ask is because I've been to, um, just we were talking about Ireland, you're French. I have a French friend who lives in Bordeaux and I was in Bordeaux for the Euros back in, was it 2016 or something? But moving swiftly on, um, I've had a rant about the club shop. If you're listening so rare, I want to spend my balance of of credits. So get a move on. Um, in terms of the things that have kind of happened on the platform this week it's been pretty quiet you know there's been a few teams have been launched there's oh Cuaba Cuaba Brazilian team um, and then we had Lazio cards we have Roma cards Udinese cards and I'll be honest with you I'm sweating because I'm just waiting for Napoli cards to come out and the reason I'm sweating is because I have like I put four Napoli guys into my champion team every week and because mm-hmm. the new cards haven't come out, they're still getting the XP bonus. Yeah, yeah. So Koulibaly, yeah, yeah. for me now, is like a super rare. He's giving me like 13%, 14% every game ah, week yeah, in good. Division good 4. Do you know? So I'm kind of like, oh no, they're going to release a new cards and I'm just going to lose the bonus. Um, yeah. is, have you but got that with any players? Sorry? Have you got that with any players at the minute? They're like overpowered rares because you're waiting on their club to be released or have you not got that? No, I don't think I have at the moment. But you're lucky that the Napoli players' uh, new editions are, aren't out yet. So, see that yeah. from this point of view, you're lucky it's not out yet. But yeah, expect it to be soon, I think. 
yeah, the rate they're coming out, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's tomorrow. Um, it mm. might even be up by the time this podcast goes out. But it's funny, like, because I it's it's just luck of the draw. But I have a Napoli stack that I play, and I'm like, if you're ever going to win with them, it's now because they have literally five yeah. percent bonus that yeah. other cards won't. Um, and, and it's interesting. So yeah, you really, right. Like I mean, he'll he'll never be thirteen percent again. Koulibaly, for example, because he hit ten and that's it. So this is the most the strongest he'll ever be. It feels like a super rare. But um, the two things that they've kind of released this week that are nice little features. One they released today. We're recording this on Wednesday evening. They've released the Twitter handle um, that you can put on your profile, which I think is brilliant because the Discord's brilliant as well. It can be a bit clunky finding people. Not everyone uses it. But the Twitter profile is just another way to track people down. And I personally don't really buy cards unless I've... Rarely would I be buying cards if I haven't messaged the owner. Because I always look for like the lowest of the market. And then I chance my arm and get talking to them. Um, but adding the Twitter profile is great, I thought. Um, have you any thoughts on it? No, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's great. Uh, I don't have the same point of view as any player because for us it's even more uh, advertisement <laughs> for Sorare, sort for Soramiga because we have connected with uh, our Soramiga Twitter accounts. But yeah, as you said, it uh, could be a great way as well, beside the Discord, to to reach a, a manager just to chat or to discuss a potential trade. So yeah, one more arrow. Yeah, everyone listening. Do us a favor, go over to your so rare, go over to settings and hook up your Twitter. You'll get you'll sell more cards. I'm telling you, you will sell more cards. And follow sure. me on Twitter while you're there and follow So Rare Mega. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Yeah, follow us. Do that. Um so that was the first thing that kinda happened today that was nice. The other thing that happened today was the ramp fees. So the ramp fees don't exist until the end of the month, is it? Um so they've already been covering the gas, I believe. There'll never be a gas fee with ramp. But for the mm-hmm. next month, okay, so it's for a month. It's not until the end of the month. That would be stupid okay. because of the date. So it's obviously until the end of November. There's no ramp fees. Um, I don't know how much they normally are. I think it might be like a tenner or something. But every little helps. So if you are depositing, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money. But it's as good a time as ever with ramp. Um, if that's the way you deposit, you'll dodge the fees. Um, why, why have they done that? Do you know? Do you, like, it, I look at that very sceptical. Like, what has made them say, okay, for the next month, we'll cover the ramp fees? Like, That's why strange. the next month? What's the strategy? Is something common? Not that enough already hasn't came. The last six weeks have been crazy. Everything has came, I would say. But is something else going to come that they're hoping that people are depositing for? Or... Are not enough people are people not depositing as much through ramp as they'd like, so they want to see if this helps or like. Maybe, do you have any yeah. idea? What do you think? Yeah, no, I didn't see that it was a, a limited time offer. So yeah, you're right. I think they will. Maybe we must expect expect something uh, big to come, <laughs> or maybe I don't know, many clubs or even a league, but or maybe as you said, just a test to check some KPIs to see if uh, people would uh, deposit more with that if that mm-hmm. was kind of a thing that were preventing uh, people to deposit but yeah yeah um, like you very skeptical about, about it I thought uh, I was a bit naive I thought I didn't see it was limited I thought it was kind of forever yeah it's for the next month so 
do you know, part of me is kind of thinking, like, I just think of that through so many lenses. Maybe it is just a test. Maybe they're saying, will people depe- deposit more if we remove this? Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Um, but then the other side of me goes, we haven't had a Premier League club yet this year. Maybe they're going to relaunch someone. Maybe they're going to tell us they've got Man United, they've got Chelsea, they've got City. Maybe that they think that's a big enough announcement. But part of me kind of thinks, like, surely the Bundesliga or La Liga or 680 million worth of investment is a big enough announcement for this. So the timing, I'm just skeptical is all. I'm just kind of, it made me think. Um, so that I think that's about it. You know, there wasn't really much else happened in terms of the announcements. There's a bit of drama around the community. It was a very, that's something I want to actually throw at you. It was a very high scoring week. Yep. Um, see, wasn't it? I, concerns. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of brought about this, I don't know if panic's the word. I think panic's over the top, but I'm seeing a lot of conversations. You know, people you have you've one really high scoring week. It was only a few weeks ago where like half of the big teams that dominate are more all got beat like one nil. And there's been, you know, mixed results. But I mean it was this week there were seven nils, five nils, four nils. Everyone was winning. Um and the big stacks came out on top. I had four hundred points in Challenger D four and I got a tier two rare. Mm-hmm. And I was like 400 points for a tier two rare. Yeah. For me, I mean, that's the game. It doesn't keep me up at night. But I think when you even go down to like Division 5, and you, Division 5 has been getting more competitive for weeks now. Do you know, mm-hmm. people were surprised. I talked to Nepenthes last week, and he still thinks it's relatively easy to win. Um, easy, strong, I'm going to say easy to win. I'm not talking podiums, I'm talking he still feels you have a good chance of getting a card. But more and more people are buying limited cards every day. More and more lineups are getting in every single week. And these dynamic rewards are another big topic of discussion because mm-hmm. the rewards don't seem to be increasing and there's more teams being licensed. So it's kind of this this big, messy road that we've come to the end of where there's lots of little things <clears throat> adding up. And yeah, a lot of people are pissed yeah. off this week. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of concerts as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your take? What do you think of it all? Well, I think it is... Uh, I will I will talk about the limited because I think it's uh, a fair point that uh, <laughs> some uh, users are claiming that uh, the more and more we will go into the year, the more and more it will be hard to get some rewards mm. because uh, I think there is something like uh, 200 limited maybe out of 1,000 out uh, now. Mm. And um, by the end of the year, maybe we will just see uh, same teams over and over again. And uh, yes, as I think it's just uh, looking through a magnifying glass at the the rare or super rare cars. Every, every every bad aspect that you can have about scarcity will have you have you will have the same effect increased for the limited. Mm. So where you have a few stacks for rares and uh, not so much for super rares for limited, you will have bunch of same teams and by the end of the year maybe it will be even more complicated complicated than it is now to to get a reward mm. and uh, more globally for each division as we get more and more people in it will be even more uh, difficult anywhere to to get rewards because as you said the rewards not seem to be increasing whereas uh, amount of lineups are so yeah i think i feel concerned as well as a, as a player and i totally understand that there are a lot of concerns uh, triggered about it I think it's one of those with the limiteds where weeks ago I was saying a lot of people were saying the prices are going to come down. There's like 
5%, 10% of the limited supply out there, do you know, mm-hmm. there's 100% to come. If they don't onboard quickly enough for the demand to be there or if they don't release a new feature, this progression bar, whatever it is, some way to make i don't i don't want limiteds i can't be arsed with limiteds at the minute and i haven't bought many i've bought a few and they're more collectory type ones but i kind of thought like it was inevitable they were going to come down now i'm not saying that they've come down massively i'm not saying they're going to keep going down i think for the platform it's actually not that bad a thing if they come down and make it more accessible to people at the same time it's not great for all the people who are there at the minute and get burnt but I know it doesn't help anyone in the situation. I know a lot of people have went from rares to limiteds and whatever else, and it looked great, and they were making a lot of money, um, seemingly. I think this is something that could have been foreseen in many ways, and it was a strategy that a lot of people took to kind of go against the grain or and sell up rares and go to limiteds, or people who come in to the limited kind of buzz. And, you know, people were paying stupid prices for limited cards. And, I mean, relative to rares, they were mad prices and i just i don't think this is one of those that's like oh my god the limited cards are going down in price this is so rare's fault we need more this we need more that it's kind of like the demand was there everyone wanted the first ones like it was the first less than 10 percent of the supply everyone wanted them in my mind it was kind of inevitable that they'd come down and that's why i've pretty much avoided them now, I know that doesn't really help anyone who's heavy in limited cards, and I hope that they stay high or they go higher. I haven't really even watched their prices because I'm not in them, but I'm just reading what people are saying. Um, But yeah, I don't know what I feel about the whole situation. I don't really feel about the situation because I don't have them, but mm-hmm. it's obviously a big talking point, and I mean, the general Discord today has been a shit show. Um, So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried about the demon. I think there are far enough players on Earth to join Soria to not be uh, worried about uh, the demand. I've seen a, a very interesting article. I'm sad I can't quote the, 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 the person who written it, but about uh, how Soria was uh, driving the kind of uh, offer. And I think it can be a kind of clue as well for why, why the, the price is decreased. Because it feels like... Uh, Sometimes Ray can kind of uh, do whatever they want with the prices. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe it can be an explanation, an explanation as well. Because uh, to me, I even think that uh, the scarcity limited with one thousand a year is not that much con- compared no. to how many people uh, sorry want to onboard. So, but yes, I would be really interested to know what is the real deal behind uh, the price decreasing. Is this the people concerned about the rewards? Is this just the demand that is not following the warfare? Was this, was it the prices that were too high at the beginning? But uh, yeah, really interesting topic. And, um, and uh, of course, really uh, waiting as many uh, managers to see what uh, Sora has uh, waiting for us with the procreation power. I thought that by the end of the summer they were they wouldn't be any more uh, at their threshold. So I'm even surprised that we are still here in late October, uh, being able to to grind some ads. And I'm glad about that. But um, I wonder what is going on um, behind the, the behind the scene for Sorev mm. with this progression bar. I think they are really cautious with that, and that uh, that it will be. Uh, a key milestone in the progression of Sorare and uh, that uh, they really need to to make something really um, really pleasing for, for managers. Mm-hmm. And I suppose just to reiterate to people, like, I'm not big into limited cards. I'm not trying to 
I'm, I'm bringing this up because everyone's talking about it. I'm not bringing it up because I agree or I'm scaremongering or like even me saying I, it was always inevitable they were going to come down. That's my thought process. That's why I haven't bought loads because I've been thinking these are going to come down over time because I'm back in, mm-hmm. I'm almost back in more limiteds to be coming out than there are people want to buy them short term. I think long term, like I'm not selling any of the limiteds I have because I think long term when SoRare add more features, whenever there's more rewards. Mm-hmm. And I think looking at the new um, user interface, I'm backing that SoRare are going to bring some sort of limited and limited pro out. I think that's where they're going. It's logical. We mightn't like it with our rare goalkeepers and whatever else. We mightn't like it with the whole being able to use commons in D4. But I think when the progression bar comes or whatever else, we're going to be looking at the casual division, limiteds, limited pro, which will be the yellow and red cards, and then you go rare, rare pro, mm-hmm. super, and so on. That's where I see it going. And once you get to that stage, the utility for these limiteds is doubled. You've got two divisions because it doesn't make sense at the minute for me that rares can be used in one, two, three, maybe even four divisions. I don't actually know if it's four. Can you use them in D2? Maybe. No, uh, you, uh, yeah, one. You, you can, can use one. Yeah. So you can use D2, D3, D4 at the minute. Mm-hmm. Down the line if they change it. What I'm saying is it doesn't make sense for like rares to be so u- usable. Yeah. Limiteds to be so limited. Mm-hmm. Um whenever they're going to be the most popular card on the platform. So, look, I'm bringing it up because people are talking about it, to be quite honest. I don't really have a clue about it. Um, but, yeah, I think that's about it in terms of things, topic, random topics to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, we can launch into a few questions if you're happy to, or is there anything else you yeah, want to sure. talk about? Has anything happened no, this week you. that you've has jumped out at you now? No, 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 I think we've covered it all, uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to do one more voice message. We've got two this week. There was one from good friend of the show, McBride, um, but in his thick Scottish accent, it was all but... Un- like I don't think anyone other than me would understand it, and maybe a few Scots, <laughs> but basically he was giving me shit because I bought a Tadebo off him, the Nice Defender. I bought it off him for like pennies a few months ago, and he's got it. Um, so there's a bit of fun. Poke that at McBride. Um, but here we go. Here's another voice message coming. If you want to leave a voice message, you can. The number to do so is it's an American number. You just ring this number and leave a message. So if you're ringing from anywhere in the world that is in America, it's plus one five zero eight five nine one three three four six. Make sure you speak clearly. Give us a topic. Say anything you want. I really don't care. And I'll try and play it with one of the guests down the line. So here's another one from this week. All right, John, it's simply Alex here, loving the podcast. I am, of course, the D5 whale. But my question for you guys is, would you like to see SoRare go for a gambling license in the future? I know I'm talking about two years down the line, so that, you know, you can bet on Division 1, you can bet head-to-head with people for their cards, and, you know, basically money the exchange or cards the exchange on the platform, you know, regardless of what happens with the actual outcome of the UK gambling license. All the best. So big thanks to Alex for leaving that one. That's simply Alex. Uh, was on the show a few weeks back. Make sure you check out his YouTube. Good guy. Um, so yeah, gambling license for so rare down the line. Now it's one of those I've touched about it on a, a couple of times recently. Very sort of fleetingly, just kind of in passing, and I don't really think they're ever going to go that way because I think so rare are want to do everything they can to be unassociated with gambling. I can't see them making a U-turn ever. 
I suppose it goes back to what I brought up to you earlier. Can I see a third party site trying to do something like that? Potentially. I don't know how that'll work regulation wise. I don't know if so rare would endorse or have anything to do with them. I don't think they would. So that might make it quite hard for something like that to get off the ground. But um, I do think the idea of, you know, the whole, is it pink slips or what do you call it? I've never done that. I think I've heard that before. Basically, we're like me and you say, right, I'll play Vanekin and you say, I'll play Morioka. Whoever scores the most this week, you get to pick a card out of the other person's gallery or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. People would love it, but it is 100% gambling. I don't know. Can you ever see so rare been anywhere near that? Or do you think they'll just steer clear? No, I think for sure that they will never get near near gambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an insight, I, give, I can give our examples. When they give us advice, they make sure, they make good care that we are not doing anything close to gambling. Uh, an example is the score dice that we have as a game on Sermiga. Uh, so that's why there is no reward, uh, no Sora card reward for this game at all. Because even this uh, small game could be considered as gambling. So Sora mm-hmm. really makes sure to be uh, to be far from gambling. So I don't see them uh, changing their mind in the in the next uh, in the next years. I think yes, as you said, they want really to be to be far from gambling because. Uh, Mm. We've seen. Uh, I didn't know uh, football index before I got into Sora, but mm. I've seen that it created a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know exactly exactly the cause. Maybe you can um, get tell me more about it. But the, because it was bad regulation, maybe I think. Or and yeah. um, I think they're afraid of this kind of issue that uh, seem to to come with the the gambling world. We'll say. Yeah. I can tell you, I'll tell you more afterwards. People are bored by now of Football Index, yeah. but that was a shit sorry, show. It sorry, was a shit show. It, uh, <laughs> a lot of people were, were burnt quite badly and it was just, it was poor regulation mm. um, from mm. the word go. A lot of people were, it, it was blatant lies at the end of the day. It wasn't even like, it was poorly regulated, but it was also just people were lied to, blatantly lied mm. to. Um, yeah. It was an absolute disgrace, to be honest with you. But yeah, on So Rare, back to So Rare, I think the... Yeah, I, I just think they'll steer clear. But it is interesting that you say that about the score dice because I was kind of joking with you not long ago with the 137 game and whatever. But, I mean, I just don't get how that can be considered gambling in any way. If the whole way that SO5 isn't gambling is because you're not going to lose anything. You're not going to lose anything on score dice, so why is that gambling? Hard to say. I think that um, even Sora themselves are not sure that it will be considered as gambling, but they are so much cautious that they want to make sure 100% that mm-hmm. it couldn't even be considered as gambling, so they don't want to even uh, ask themselves if it will be gambling or not. I think they just want to get rid of any yeah. only potential issue. I'm not going into details either, but I do know, and they'll know who they are. They're listening. I know they're listening. I know of a content creator. Um, I'm not going to give anything up here because I don't want to do them in any way bad but I know of someone who's looked at before to do some sort of content you know trying to be creative about so rare content it can be tough at times do you know there's only so much clicking around lineups people want to see trying to be creative with the content trying to make some sort of battles between people with card forfeits and stuff and so rare we're just like nope <laughs> no like because then essentially your content creators are gambling they're so rare cards and that just isn't good so like Part of me, it, it makes me confident because it's, it's kind of like you can't have both. A lot of people are worried about the gambling regulation. And personally, I would much rather they were really against it, anti-gambling, not gambling, no way, stay clear of everything, than kind of playing a bit of both. It's, it's one or the other. 
um, mm-hmm. I think. So I'm happy that they're so stout and so like so stoutly against it. Um, it gives me confidence that whenever someone does go to investigate them or try and regulate them, they won't find anything. Um, at least that's what we all hope. So, yeah, thanks for the voice message, uh, Alex. And again, just to reiterate to anyone listening, do go, go and leave a voice message. It's good fun hearing voices. Let me know who you are. Let me know where you are. Let me know what you're doing when you listen to the podcast. Um, I hope I get some Americans ringing in because I listen to some podcasts and you always get like Americans ringing in. So he's like, hey, I'm Mike from Denver and I'm fixing a lift and I'm here I am and I'm listening to your podcast. And I don't know. I just think I'll be very funny. So um, plus one five zero eight five nine one three three four six. And I've just realized that with an American in the background, Martino, <laughs> who's producing and I'm sitting here trying to mug off an American's accent. So aye, 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 sorry, Martino. Um, <laughs> But over to the questions that were submitted on Twitter in the normal format, uh, we had from Butchered Lions. Will limited cards be you can go for it. That's okay. Oh, he says go for it. Take the piss out of the American accent. Okay, I'll try my best. (laughs) Butchered Lions says, will limited cards be limited from So Rare Mega? He kind of hopes so. Yeah, so that comment. Yeah, what what do you think? I mean, I know you have to incorporate them, but will there ever be a limit there, or do you just think it's all-inclusive what's the story yeah unfortunately for now i want to bring good news for for him because we haven't um, changed our position on that um from the beginning of the limited we we have been monitoring and we're we, we keep monitoring the situation on ceramiga but uh for now we um we are not taking in any action we don't plan to take any action to uh to prevent users from using them so um, yes, yeah, uh, we, we keep the same status that we have already explained on Twitter or mm. on the on the Hebe podcast. And um, but of course, we are keeping to monitor the situation. And we and we've seen uh, through the last game weeks that uh, that this is not on, only the limited teams that win rewards, not at all. Um, that's even the the opposite. For now, uh, the main teams that win uh, rewards are mainly. Uh, Composed of rares for for the moment as well. When the mega free, it's uh, it's more mixed, of course, because only free cards. So sometimes it can be only limited or even only super rares. But uh, for now, we are mm. not uh, planning to do anything. I for one, I I support that all in. I as I said, I don't have many limited cards. The ones I use in Sora Mega every week, I have th- two Danny Parejo limited cards I use every week. But I think like the bottom line is. When you're on so rare and you're competing in D4 and you're competing in D3 and D2, whatever, money comes into it, how big's your wallet, whatever else, and everyone isn't necessarily playing on a level playing field. But I think for side games and third-party apps, it is absolutely, I don't, I'm not going to say it's imperative, but it's it's important, I think, that it's as inclusive as possible. And I think that's they're there to have fun. You know, so rare mega isn't there, so I can come in and try and clean up an SO5 and win rewards and win money and da da da. So rare mega is there to enhance the so rare experience and have fun. And if that means that the smallest accounts in the platform can come up against YNWA, A.J. and have a chance mm. to beat them every week, that's fun. That's what it's about. Let's go fucking slaughter some whales. Maybe I'm a whale. Come and take my head out. I should start a game with So Rare Mega that if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to start that game right now. I don't know what the game's going to be, but if you beat me on So Rare Mega and you listen to my podcast, I'll give you something. 
but maybe that's gambling. Oh God! <laughs> Do you know? Here we go, go back again. Around. Here we go again. But anyway, bottom line is, if you listen to my podcast and you beat me on so rare mega, let me know and we'll have a talk. I need to come up with something, but like, that's fun. So like to say, oh, you can't use limited cards in so rare mega because then you might come beat me, and that's not fair because I spent ten times more than you on rare cards and supers. Just fuck off and get a life. That's my opinion. That's my official stance, and the stance is so far so rare. Like, what about, oh, sorry, intru- what about we introduce a badge for people that beat you in a in a Sora Amiga? A badge, like, yeah. Uh, the, would you consider yourself as a whale? Because the badge could be like uh, killing the whale. The title of the badge. We, ha- we had a. Or people you beating could, you in the mega leagues. <laughs> what would you see, that's a conversation that? we we have all the time. It's about. What is a whale? What would you? What do you consider a whale in terms of gallery value? Um, yeah, I had to to put an exact threshold, but uh, it's tough. Consider, yeah, tough. I would say uh, as soon as they got um, many uniques, you can consider them as whales. But uh, yeah, so it's I'm hard to, to give an exact uh, definition. It is. It is because, like, I think it's. You become so caught up in it. First, sorry, one thing to say as well, by the way, Butchered Lions, great question. Um, and I wasn't having a go at you. I'm just talking about the general topic when I was saying people can go fuck off. Um, <laughs> but on the wheel topic, right? I think it's so easy for people like us who've been on the platform for a year to become disillusioned with what a lot of money is. Because mm-hmm. for me, I remember I've been on platforms in the past and I was dealing with a small budget, a couple of grand. And over time, through constantly playing these games and depositing and lost a bit of money here and there on different ones that didn't go to plan. Um, but over time, I'm getting to so rarely, getting very, very lucky. Now I'm in a position where, it's a, for me, it's, it's a big amount of money. But because it's gradually grown over a year, it's very easy to lose sight of where you actually are. And when I think of myself like two years ago even, when I looked at guys with galleries or portfolios or anything the size of mine in football-related platforms, mm-hmm. I used to think, Jesus Christ, like that is a lot of money. That's a, that's crazy. You know, that's mad. That guy's a whale. So for me, a whale is, I think it's kind of subjective to who's viewing. Um, yeah, everything is relative once again, yeah. But I think it might be a little bit obnoxious or... I don't know if it's demeaning. I don't know what the word is, but it might be a little bit cheeky for me to be sitting here with a gallery the size of mine and say I'm not a whale. So I don't know. It's up to others to decide. Let me know what's a whale. That's the question for the week. <laughs> Anyone listening, what do you consider the threshold to become a whale? Um, so yeah, for me, the bottom line is I just ranted for five minutes. Limiteds on side games for me. I'm all about it. Um, another question. Um, okay. Oh, well, Nick, we've already answered Nick's question. He wants to know how fun is the, or how cool is the So Rare Mega store going to be? We've answered that more than Nick could ever have imagined. Um, the next question is from Marco Sullivan. And I have a pretty stern answer in this, which YNWA had as well. <laughs> Would you yeah. rather own a unique Messi or a unique card for a top prospect like Cherky, Doku, Pepe, Vandevert, your choice? I have to agree with YNWA. If anyone says anyone but Messi here, they're probably yeah. not making very much money on so rare. 
I have to agree as well on Messi, but uh, I'm not mad at people who will pick a top prospect. Uh, I am. So I, I won't piss <laughs> off Unai Walker. I will go definitely with the, the, the unique Messi because he's already a top legend of the football game. But uh, I might understand the people who will try to, to get a hand on the next Messi, but it will be mm. a bit risky, I think. Here's the thing. I get the utility argument. I really do. Yeah. But the, th- the thing, and like. If you think Soul Rare is going to be around for 15 years and you could pick a unique, I don't even know, I wouldn't pick any of them. I actually, like, I ho- I think I have them all. Um, I have them all. Cherky, taking a while to break in, no doubt about his ability. Doku, getting a few injuries, I don't like that. Explosive, looks very good. Pepe looks amazing, could be overhyped because he's American. Vandevert's a goalkeeper. So, like, for them, no. But if you give me a unique Foden or Messi... Now we're talking. If you can give me a unique Haaland or Messi, a unique yeah. Mbappe, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. But I of think course. for the more the mm-hmm. puntier ones that could go on to be absolute world beaters, but just have a few more doubts over their heads, like the one you've listed, Mark, I think you have to pick Messi. Because the thing is, Messi could die tomorrow, touch what he doesn't. He could break both his legs tomorrow and he yep. goes up in value. He's worth as much or he's worth yep. more. Yeah. And that's what happens when you have a legacy like Lionel Messi's already. And that's the same argument for Ronaldo. Um, it doesn't matter what these lads do now. It's done. Their, mm-hmm. their legacy is cemented. Whereas with the other guys, I just think it's too much of a gamble. So that's my answer to that question. Yeah. And stri- strictly talking about uh, value, I think that um, Messi, and we are seeing <laughs> the same case for Ronaldo, is one of the few players on Serena that uh, their NFTs are kind of uh, breaking the boundaries of Serena because... Uh, we have seen, I'm sure you have seen it as well, that the unique Ronaldo will be auctioned. Mm, and, uh, that's something so to talk about, yeah. To me, uh, yeah, you can take your Messi unique and really have it as an NFT that goes beyond so rare that you will that you will use as your um, your vitrine. Is that an English correct word? Vitrine? Vitrine? Avatar? Like your profile picture? Or No, like... Uh, that's okay. Like your shop window, I was wanted to say, yeah. you know, like um, a promotion for you. Uh, where are you? Where are the, the top prospects for now? Of course, they are meant to be on Sora to be used on the game. Like, I don't think people will understand to buy a unique uh, share key as a kind of NFT if they have nothing to deal with Sora, you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. a unique Ronaldo minted by a Sora can, can interest anyone in the NFT world, even if there are not uh, nothing to, to deal with Sora. I wonder could Cherky afford this is a complete tangent could Cherky afford his unique I don't think Cherky could afford his unique if he wanted his own unique how how much would you value the the Cherky unique has it been sold already for a a price his rookie his rookie unique like if we're looking at the first ever Cherky Get on a good rare. question. I'm sure Shrek is already uh, making uh, good money but yeah maybe not enough to not enough for that I mean, I don't think one's been traded for a long time. This is a crazy question, and I don't know how you even begin to find the answer, but let me see. When was he unique sold? He should be able, but I think he would have to put a lot of money that he's not willing to put for now. Maybe in a few hours when he will have uh, his pockets uh, even more filled, but uh, Mm. yeah, for now, maybe not enough. So, Mark, I'd be interested to know your answer. I think Mark has a unique Doku. Um, I could be right or wrong there. I'm pretty sure it's Doku he has, or is it Lang? Maybe he's both. Does he have both? I think he could have both. I see. Yeah, he has both actually. Lang, Doku, for Sharon. 
monster. But um, yeah, interesting, interesting question. Alan C, I don't know if you have the answer to this at hand, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Since he's currently on level 17 on Super Mega, how many managers, how many players are on a higher level and what's the highest level achieved so far? Where do I see my level? Oh, 15. I'm level 15. Yeah, for now you can see in the in the header of the site. And, do you know um, the answer? I don't have an accurate answer, but I've seen uh, already a few managers being over level 20. But mm. anyway, I think that's the uh, the the thing that will interest uh, the manager who raised this question is that the fact that we will uh, highlight those levels even more in the future, uh, maybe putting a ranking for the level. At well, first, maybe. at first, our idea was for the experience was to uh, even more put uh, the gaming experience by not calling it experience but uh, fans, so you would. Mm get fans and it would be a total global of fans that you have for your kind of uh, stadium I mean your manager profile and uh, mm -hmm. we wanted to create a ranking for that so I think we would do something similar and we will start by just adding the, the level uh, beside the manager name even in the, the, the Mega Leagues to be to make it even more clear for anyone but yeah well, so I don't have any accurate answer for now but I would say that uh, the higher is close to 22 or 23 level at the moment Will there be anything tied to your level? Like, is there any advantage to being a high level? Do you think? Not directly, you know. For now, the the advantage is that you, of course, you have un unlocked more chests than others, and uh, mm. you have been able to stack more MGCs. Except if you have been really unlucky on the on the drop rates. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, next question from Understudy. I think it's important that everyone has a strategy to take out what they have put in over time. Do either of you have that? And if you have done that already, what are your withdrawal plans going forward? And how would you recommend people start to set goals in that regard? So is cashing out in any sense something you've done or considered? So strategy about so rare, right? Sorry, I missed the, the beginning of the so question. Rare, yeah, so rare directly. Your gallery like is taking some money out, something you've done or thought about. Mm-hmm. Well, for, for the moment, I haven't really withdraw, withdrew any money from Sorrier. So I cannot say I'm risk-free because uh, if uh, tomorrow Sorrier is to fall down, I would uh, lose uh, everything I've invested in. Uh, but for now, the, um, the strategy that I'm building is to really bet on the, on the young players. So I'm trying slowly to get rid of my old players, even if, even if they are not that old. And uh, yeah, I'm really on to the under 23 uh, division. Uh, I'm sad that I uh, didn't have uh, an accurate strategy when I started. So I was just buying all kind of cards, not so mm. really focusing on any division. So that's another mistake yeah. I regret. That's easy to regret when you have a one year experience. But uh, of course, it was hard at the beginning. And um, yeah, I mean, then I, I can't give any strategy advice. It would depend on many parameters. Like for me, mm. I know that now I will I won't focus anymore on the champion division because I think the competition is too fierce here. So I will mainly focus on challenger and under twenty three. You see, I think challenger is just as competitive. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't have the numbers, but yeah, I, you maybe might be right. maybe mm. I'm biased from this week. But I am honestly going into this weekend now. I have Tadic, Berghaus, Passphere, or my only Ajax guys in Klassen, mm -hmm. but of a few players. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm probably going to play my challenger team because it's probably my strongest team in, like, yeah, All Star. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because I don't know, there's just so many of them are put into Challenger and I don't have the complete Ajax stack. So when I play my three Ajax guys who are probably going to do well, the guys I put them with are quite likely not going to do as well as the other two Ajax mm-hmm. guys and people have the five-man Ajax and it's just, I don't know, maybe it's ver- it's recency bias because of last weekend and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm start- I think for a few weeks now I might go over and have a look at Global and see what happens. But yeah, um... In terms of me and taking money out, I actually, I've only, I've withdrawn. I don't, I don't even think I've withdrawn. I've took money out into a MetaMask wallet, but I don't think I've ever really withdrawn to mm-hmm. my bank. So my plan that I keep failing, because what I keep doing is saying to myself, and I've said it to myself again, um, I'm going to accumulate some ETH. Probably a bad time to do it now when ETH's so high, but accumulating a bit of ETH, trying to sell a few cards particularly rewards like I'm getting rewards and they're decent like they're decent cards and they're great for depth and they're good to have like in the last sort of week or two I've won last week I've won Dumfries um Julio mm-hmm. Furch yeah, Mateus Nunez that's a really good card yeah yeah like some nice nice cards that'll score and will fill in lineups but I'm thinking like I can keep them for the depth and whatever else but part of me is like do you know what if I can sell the three of them for like a thousand euro combined and just keep adding to a balance. I'd love to take out close enough to my net deposits because, like, I have a car loan. Like, it doesn't make sense not to pay off my car loan. <laughs> you know, I should really do that. So that's kind of where I'm at at the minute. It's like I'm in no rush. I'm not like mm-hmm. stressing, but I'm gonna start listing the rewards that I don't need and just trying to accumulate a balance over time. But what I'm afraid is gonna happen is that if I keep that balance in so rare. I'm going to look and I'm going to have like one and a half ETH and I'm going to go and buy a Verts or something. Yeah. That's the trap. So, yep. Yeah. Mm. But it doesn't make sense to do it in lots of small transactions because there might be gas fees involved and stuff. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that doesn't actually affect the total gas. And that shows how little I've actually withdrawn. Um, but look, it is good practice and I'd recommend it to everyone. I'm not going to tell anyone keep your money in because, you know, if it's money you can't afford to lose or money you could... Yep. put to good use in your life it's probably a better better call if you have credit card debt something like that get it cleared um okay two more questions here i think how easy or difficult is it to work with so rare and implement the cards into your own game do you think we will get more third-party sites providing more utility for example i'd love to be able to play a so rare top trump style game with other users um I don't know if you're aware of Top Trumps. I don't know if it's in France too. It's basically no. where like you'll slap the two cards down on each other and whoever has the best SO5 score or all-around score or average and completed tackles or whatever will win. So basically okay. what I think what he's asking is like how easy is it with so rare for a third-party um, app or mm-hmm. website like yourself? Say how much you want to on that. There's no pressure. Yeah, I won't be able to give you much, unfortunately, because it's my uh, my partner, Fulek, that is uh, developing the world website on his own. So he is the man who's the, who does He's the, the technique. But uh, I think it's quite easy. Um, he's always uh, showing great support to a lot of people who were trying to work with the Sora API, and I think that uh, Sora is really uh, listening to the the third side the third party w- website that are trying to develop something with their api so if there is anything missing or uh, hard to understand they would uh, make some change about it so mm. so yeah i think it's quite easy for someone who is used to develop site to to build something around uh, around so rare 
Great. You should have made it. You should have made it sound like it's very hard. You might have just bought yourself a new competitor, but hey ho. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. oh, it's that easy. <laughs> I, I think there is room for everyone. So anyone who's exactly. welcome. Exactly. And the last question we have is from Crypto Dad, who says, um, listen to your bonus episode today with Perez and wanted to share my two cents on the D2 dilemma. I'm assuming this is a question, by the way. I'm just going to start reading. Uh, In investment world, we usually look forward to buying opportunities when the market is fearful. Okay, yeah, I'll read this out and we'll talk about it. You guys noticed an anomaly in the rewards that, in his opinion, in Crypto Dad's opinion, will correct with time. When it does, the market prices will also correct. So more so with scarce assets such as super rares. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Therefore, he personally sees the current situation with D2 more as a buying opportunity for super rares. But as always, do your own due diligence, invest what you can afford to lose. So... Just to take his whole point there, I'll tell anyone who doesn't know what we're on about, go back and listen to the bonus episode. I think it's 30 or 40 minutes released on Tuesday. Um, go back and have a listen. Basically, what I'll, I'll throw at you, Matt, to summarise it is, you're in a similar position. You said you've rares and some super rares. Is D2 somewhere you play or somewhere you strive no. to be? No, unfortunately, I don't have uh, enough to play. Fulek has just enough super rares to, to play it, so he has already been able to grab some tier 2, tier 3 super res, which is great, mm. but me at the moment, uh, I have 2 or 3 and I am I think I'm trying to sell them because I want to focus on the rares So when you say you're selling because you want to focus on the rares why is that? Like, Why would you not strive to make more D3 teams or eventually end up in D2? Do you mm-hmm. think it's un- unachievable? Do you think the prizes aren't good enough? Why? Or is it just a personal thing? Are you taking money out? Or mm-hmm. why? Oh, maybe it's temporary, but I, f- I would say that I think I'm currently I'm in the mood where I think that uh, I feel like the gap uh, to really be competitive in D2 is too high for me. And I'm, I'm in the, yeah, I'm in a period of, or I, I don't want to invest some more in uh, Sorare beside what I've put by the past. So uh, yeah, starting with two or three super rares, uh, considering that there are far to be top uh, top supers, I think it would be too too hard for me to jump onto uh, D two. But maybe mm. in the future I can change my mind. Of course, uh, you know, if, if I feel like I can, I can, and I I want to invest some more. So because it's I- really just a personal feeling right now, and I I won't need those supers, so better get rid of them to buy some uh, some rares. Because, like, I could be wrong, right? But it feels to me, and I've said this recently as well, if I seem to talk to more people who are regressing and pull them back in the divisions than I... I'm talking to more people like that than I talk to people who are, like, aiming for the skies and trying to climb. And I think it's just the current setup now. I hope the whole way, the progression bar, the new division layout, whatever else, I hope that all changes it. And it's a a progression that over time, if someone puts five years into the game starting at rares they might end up in d2 i mean i think that's the dream um mm-hmm. so i hope they can achieve that because i do think at the minute it feels very out of reach for a lot of people yep impossible i mean i for me d1's impossible i mm-hmm. don't think i'll ever be in d1 but d2 isn't impossible but I, I think a lot of people might feel how i feel about d1 about d2 do you know so i think it'd be nice for them to, to yeah because at the moment, uh, would you say it is possible to jump from uh, D3 to, to D2 uh, without investing? I don't think it is quite possible, no? Uh, you need to be very lucky. 
yeah, or to have really, really good trading skills uh, to yeah to kind of make some benefit on uh, each record you you sell to at some point by super. So, oh yeah. Mm. yeah. In fact, it's possible. Yeah, when well, I'm thinking of that, but uh, takes some time, some skills. Yeah, don't Absolutely. think it's quite easy. Yeah. Well, look, we've one more thing to do before you go, Math, and that is <laughs> the one thirty-seven game. So Ooh. you're playing score dice yourself, but a bit of a creative variation on it here. Two players, one thirty-seven for one thirty-seven p.m. Um, yeah, last week. Nepenthes chose two keepers uh, one didn't play and one scored 60 but I like the strategy because mm-hmm. if both of them had yeah. a kept clean sheets you're pretty close so mm-hmm. he's Good early one. running with mm-hmm. his with his 60 the leader so far this month and you're the last person to go in October the leader is Black from the So Rare Andrews podcast he's in 116 so you need to get closer than 116 you can go over you can go under but you need to be closer than 21 points away mm-hmm. who are you going for? You allow me a few minutes to check. No, a few seconds. I will try to make it quicker, because uh, yeah. I like the I like the strategy of, listening. I like the the strategy of two goalkeepers. Sounds really interesting. Thinking, I, I two would goalkeepers. just go for. We'll, no, I won't go for two goalkeepers. We'll just go for two players I have in my gallery. I will go to uh, Ivan. A lot Obiakov. of people. Oh, Obliakov. He's at CSK, yeah, is he? Yeah, totally. Hopefully, we'll put a really good score. So I need to find someone who would put like a, maybe a sixty or, and I will go with uh, Zian Fleming, which is a Eredivisie player for Fortuna Sittard. Zian Fleming. Zian Let's Fleming. try that. Let's try that. Okay. Well, good luck with that. It's interesting. Let's see if it pays off. Um, Math, it's been an absolute pleasure. We've talked about so we're You're mega. Welcome. We've talked about all the things that have happened. We've answered everyone's questions. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug or mention before you go? No, it was really. Thank you very much for having me. Really enjoyed my time here, and uh, look forward to why not uh, in the future make another talk with you. It was really fun. Thanks. Absolutely. Look, thanks a million for coming on, and I'm sure we'll uh, chat down the line. so that's it for this week I hope you enjoyed the podcast big thanks to Math for coming on and it's amazing the things he could drop about So Rare Mega down the line make sure to leave us a review on Apple if you haven't already and if you're not on Apple do me a big favour drop the podcast into some group chats on Twitter on Instagram wherever you hang out um, it'd be much much appreciated and yeah I'll chat to you next week with another great guest coming up